some people recognize when I convert to Islam that mm. there was a time I was an atheist. There was a time when I was atheistic. Mm. And the reason I am now so absolutely certain that God is real is because yeah. I've seen evil. I've seen shaitan. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back to The Three Muslims. Here's what Andrew Tate has to say about atheism. Well, Joel said it very well. He said that the more a society moves away from the truth, the more it hates people who speak it. Absolutely, and, and, you're, and you're right. And I think even the basic things I teach, because some people have said to me, Andrew, all you teach about is personal responsibility, motivation, working hard, getting up and doing the right thing. I said, that's the absolute, those are the things they're most afraid of. Hmm. If you teach people to have standards for themselves and to be morally strong people and to know right from wrong, then they can't brainwash you. Yeah. So that's what they're most afraid of. They're most afraid of young men waking up and going, no, I don't believe that. You have to believe it. No, I don't believe it. I don't want to. And I want to go do this. I want to go to the gym and be strong, or I want to believe X, or I want to be a moral person. They genuinely have a problem with baseline morality. Yes. Yeah. Understand, when uh, some people recognize when I convert to Islam that mm. there was a time I was an atheist. There was a time when I was atheistic. Mm. And the reason I am now so absolutely certain that God is real is yeah. because I've seen evil. I've seen shaitan. I've seen it. When you see enough evil, you realize that there must be an equal and opposite force. And there are people out there in the world today doing the work of the devil, genuine demons, who are trying to destroy the baseline morality that's inside of all of us. We're all born with some kind of morality, and they're trying to destroy it. And that's exactly the Islamic understanding, that, that we believe that you're born with something called fitrah, which is the initial goodness. You're, you're, you're born with an innate belief, receptivity to believe in one God. Yeah. And then that is corrupted. In fact, there's a prophet, uh, hadith of the prophet, where he says, Kullu mawludin yuladu ala al-fitra. Every born child is born upon this initial goodness. And then his father and mother or his parents, they socialize him into you know, Christianity, Judaism, yeah. Mediaism. So the idea is that everyone is born with this initial uh, goodness and this initial uh, will or want to believe in God, one yeah. God. And then as you mentioned, I mean, it's, it's what you're mentioning here is really is profound because you're, you're, you're mentioning a, a central doctrine in Islam. But, but it's, and, and, and this is why perhaps I, f I found God the way I did because mm. I understood all these things mm. first and then I saw the Quran and it confirmed so many things for me, you know? Mm. Like I've, even the conversations I've been having so far, so many things have been confirmed and it's amazing the knowledge that's inside of it, which is so applicable today yeah, yeah. for, for, for an old book, right? You know, it's supposed to be old, but it seems yeah. so, so timeless. But it's truly amazing, but you're, you're totally right. And, and the baseline morality, I don't think most people understand that when they're doing this under the guise of tolerance, when they're saying be so tolerant that you no longer believe in right from wrong, they're not doing that to make society a better place. They're doing that to empty your brain so that you have no resistance to the slave mind programming. They want to yeah. get you to a point where if they tell you the sky is green, yeah. you look at it with your own eyes yeah, and yeah. you see blue, but no, the sky is green. That's what they want so that you have to have nothing in your brain that can prevent that. If you have God, if you have no, I believe this is right point. and wrong, yeah. if yeah. you have personal responsibility, if you have self-accountability, mm -hmm. if you're a person who sticks up for what he believes, all that's bad to them. They want all of that gone yeah. so they can tell you the sky is green. Mm -hmm. And and I don't want to say too much because I don't want the stream to end, but they're going to tell you something much worse than the sky is green. They're going to tell you something else. And and it's, they're trying to program us all into slaves, and it's I, scary. I remember when I was in my undergraduate days, and I was uh, reading a particular book by this guy called Jeremy Bentham, who became like you know the spiritual forefather of J.S. Mill, who is the father of like social liberalism of today. And I remember reading this because it was so powerful because it linked to something I read in the Quran. He said that you know you have two gods. He said you have the god of pain and you have the god of pleasure. 
That is tough. That is tough. I I think I saw this clip. He then goes on to quote the ayah in the Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, have you seen the person who takes his own desires as his God? It's powerful, man. It's very, very powerful. They're taking pleasure as God, like the God of like reward, and they're taking uh, pain as like the God of wrath and punishment. Because that's what dictates their life. Because uh, something you, you take as, you know, as something you worship, is not only things you pray to, and that's, you know, that's what the West has tried to do. They tried to reduce worship to individualistic, you know, uh, who I call upon, who I supplicate to, who, I, you know, after I get in the worst situation, I finally call on someone. That's what worship is. That's when you, you know, you have a God. But uh, mm. in, in all actuality, Islamically, a God is also somebody that you give basically your full life to, that you worship, that you allow basically to demand you do X, Y, Z, and then you obey them, and you listen to them without any second thought as kind of a sovereign figure in your life. That's what an ilah is. That's also what an ilah is. That's also what God is. So when you have pain and pleasure dictating everything you do and everything you don't do, well, how is that not your God? And one example I want to give, or one kind of general way of, of understanding this is, I forgot who wrote this book, but someone wrote a book and they talked about what a person needs to live in life. And he, he quoted th- or listed three things. He said a person needs something to do, something to love, and something to look forward to. For a Muslim, it's all Allah. We do everything to please Allah and we avoid things that displeases Allah, enjoying good and forbid evil. Think something to love. We love Allah. We love the Prophet. We love our, our families. We love our religion. We love our community. We love our brothers and sisters. Okay, something to look forward to. Even if someone, like maybe an Andrew Tate's position where they have so much, an abundance of materialistic things of like they've reached like the, the top of the top in terms of, you know, this world, this dunya, they have Jannah to look forward to. Something mm. to look forward to. In non-Muslim, what do they have? It's all pleasure. Something to do, try and pleasure myself in any way possible, get a dopamine spike. Something to love, getting a dopamine spike and feeling pleasure. Something to look forward to, the next time I'm going to get a, a spike in my pleasure. That's mm. all they have. And that's what their life is. <sighs> I feel like I talk so much that you guys forget the points you had. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Listen, every 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 yeah. every person has their own stream, you know, where one person gonna do a little bit more. I'm generally just still processing everything that was said, bro. Sometimes sometimes someone says something that's just is so on point that it's like I don't know, like some you, why speak? You know, like it, it's just like that moment where you just gotta like relish and just like take it in, pause. That was me that whole podcast, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I genuinely enjoyed it, bro. Inshallah, let us know in the comments, guys, if you want us to reach out to Andrew Tate and do a podcast. Inshallah, we'll try to pull some strings, and if Allah wills, Inshallah, it will happen. Inshallah. All right. With that being said, Allahumma wa